When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. She rose to fame on the hit Disney show, Live and Maddie, where she not only showed off her acting prowess playing double roles opposite herself, but also proved to be a gifted vocal talent as well. And I could have had it all, could have had it all. True love, I know I had it. True love was so hard to find. True love, if I could get it back, I'd never let it go this time. Dove Cameron's star quickly shined bright, leading her to a pivotal role in the Descendants film franchise where she once again showed that she is a multifaceted talent with her songs from the films reaching hundreds of millions of views on YouTube. Which way should I go? While the now 26-year-old former Disney breakout star, who has amassed over 46 million followers on Instagram, is no stranger to the limelight, she recently has become a strong and leading voice for the queer community after coming out in 2020. Her latest single, Boyfriend, which Dove herself describes as a quote queer anthem, became a hit instantly with hundreds of thousands of fans on TikTok using snippets from the sexy single for their videos. With Boyfriend quickly climbing up the Billboard charts, we got the chance to talk to Dove, who got really candid about her personal life, how changing her hair color helped her feel more like herself, and about how if it wasn't for TikTok, she wouldn't have released her biggest hit song to date. I'm your host, Tamara Dia, and this is The Spout Podcast, where famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. And today, that's Dove Cameron. Dove Cameron, how are you? I'm so good. How are you? I'm great. You're looking beautiful as always. Nice to see your face. Well, thank you. You too. Thanks, girl. appreciate that. I mean, coming from you, sheesh, what a compliment. And I want to say congratulations because you recently released your new single, Boyfriend, and it's all over TikTok. Like you cannot escape this amazing song, which I don't mind because I love it so much. Can you talk to me about the meaning of Boyfriend and why you think it's resonating so strongly with your fans? Boyfriend uh, was a song that I wrote last year, and we wrote it based on an experience that I had in New York that one day maybe I'll go into in, in a book or something. It was a real life experience. It was potentially going to go on the EP. It was potentially going to never be released. And I just started putting it on TikTok. And I put the actual audio of the demo, like really early demo. And I didn't really think anything of it. And I went to sleep and I woke up the next morning and it it was blowing up and it kept blowing up. And so the label and I kind of called each other. We were like, "Ah." I think it's resonating with people because it's really, it's really hard to make a queer anthem that feels radio friendly and that is kind of cross genre and to me, Boyfriend is important because it's it's a song that could easily be about uh, a straight relationship, but it's not. I could hear a boy singing it about a girl, girl singing about a boy, and I'm obviously queer, and it's really important for me to represent that in my music. I just like that it's a sort of like a, a very normal, natural integration of a queer love story into the general public. It's really amazing. 
And the day it dropped, you wrote an Instagram post describing the release of this song as emotional. Um, can you talk more about why this track in particular is such a pivotal moment for you? I think that like growing up queer, I never really imagined that I would be having these candid conversations like this, but there was no world in which a queer anthem would have been on at the time, you know, I was living in Seattle and I was listening to Kiss 106.1. And there was no way in which like that would have just come up on, on any radio station that I like had my little alarm clock set to as a young queer girl. No way. So it's highly emotional to me that like, there was no engineering around this. There was no big noise made. There was no promo. There was no planning. It was like a total, total natural thing from like the internet and it resonating naturally with people. So to have something that feels so interpersonal to me and so romantic and so straight off the pages of my journal be something that resonates with people in that way, it's emotional. You posted a video on your TikTok of your grandmother, who FYI, I'm obsessed with. Um, you had this video where, you know, she was talking about how, um, you know, it was really sweet. And she was talking about how it's important for you as a public figure to be open about your queer identity and how your strength can actually provide strength for others. And it's really great that you have such a wonderful family support, because as we all know, unfortunately, not everyone does. What does it mean to be this person that a lot of people, you know, kind of use as a barometer for being loud and proud and accepting of who they are and not hiding anymore. It, it really is such a beautiful thing. Thank you. I think a few years ago, if I had come out and started to speak on this in such a loud way, I would have felt panicked because I think there's this sort of perception about queer kids that they like know who they are and they're well-versed in talking about it and they're ready to like stand behind their words and represent people. I was not. And you don't know how to talk about it with strength and with perspective. Like that is a lot of pressure to put on a young person. And I want to like reiterate, we should not be doing that with young people who are finding their identities. Like I see a lot of that where I was told for a long time, you have to come out to represent other people. You have to like, I would, I'd be crying over that. I'd be like, I don't know how to do that yet. But I felt like they were right. And it's not right. We should not be forcing anyone to come out before they want to. I could cry right now. It like makes me, it gets me very emotional. That's part of why now I do feel so good about who I am now, who I know myself to be. I feel very um, sure-footed in being somebody that young queer people can look up to because I think that a role model is not someone who tries to be something for some perceived idea, blueprint of what a role model is because that's not a real human being. I think that a role model is someone who has done work, who knows that they're always in process, who is always upfront and personal with their demons, their shortcomings, their struggles, and who is living boldly as the person that they know themselves to be and that they want to show and that they want to exhibit. We should not be forcing anything on anyone, but like as a proud queer woman, I'm elated, like elated that this song is having the impact that it is and to to be the one to, you know, hopefully be singing this live soon and, and um, be speaking to people about their, their most personal experiences with their sexuality. It's really, really magical. I, I've always felt like a big sister um, in life. And now I feel so protective of my young fans and uh, really honored to, to be um, taking up this space. I mean, look, I know you said it's a lot of pressure, but you're handling it so well and you're doing such an incredible job. I'm sure you get this a lot, but like, seriously, like you're doing such a wonderful job and it's really inspiring. Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing your thing, girl. Look, we're all busy, and the last thing we want to do is hit the grocery store and then spend hours in the kitchen after a hectic day. 
Green Chef makes cooking easy, so you can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying delicious home-cooked meals. Green Chef is so convenient, with pre-portioned, easy-to-follow recipes that are delivered right to your door. Whether you're looking for carb-conscious, gluten-free, plant-based, or calorie-conscious options, or you just want to have delicious, balanced dishes. And the best part? I mean, aside from the delicious, quick and easy meals that fit into your diet and busy schedule, it's that Green Chef is actually green. Green Chef is the most sustainable meal kit, offsetting 100% of their plastic packaging in every box and 100% of their carbon footprint and emissions. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you really can't beat that. Go to greenchef.com slash spout130 and use code spout130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash spout130 and use code spout130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. Green Chef is America's number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. There's an article that's floating around the internet right now with the headline that says, quote, Dove Cameron's new song, Boyfriend, belongs on Euphoria, which is honestly like the highest possible compliment because the music on Euphoria is such top tier. Do you watch Euphoria? And what do you think about that headline? I have watched Euphoria. I tend to um, a huge fan of everybody involved and friends with some of the cast an amazing group of young women. I am a massive sensitive and everything that I watch, I have to like take periodic breaks from. I'm not a huge, it's funny, even like being on television, I'm not always a consumer of television, especially like when something is happening in real time, I tend to be like somebody who wants to get there when I get there. Um, so I have seen it, but I'm, I'm not like an avid, like I'm not watching it every, every day that it comes out, but it's not because I don't think it's phenomenal and a cultural phenomenon. Um, it's just because I'm, I'm like incredibly <laughs> sensitive and even my most favorite TV shows, I have to like take breaks from if it's, if it's anything besides like the office, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> truly. Um, but I, uh, but I, I mean, I'm a massive fan of like everything that I have seen from euphoria and every person involved in euphoria is like, I mean, they're creating culture in real time. So that's a massive compliment. I love those women. And, uh, and yeah, I'm a huge fan of labyrinth. So, I mean, the soundtrack of Euphoria is just like unparalleled. I mean, everything, everything that those people are creating is um, it's, it's literally redefining culture. So it's, it's quite an accomplishment all across the board. Well, I could see Boyfriend on the show because it is like perfect for the tone and the message and it would be such a vibe to see that. So do you consider yourself an empath? Because I'm kind of the same way. Like there's certain things that I can only take in doses because I feel like energetically I take too much in. Yeah, I am. Um, I actually, one of my favorite shows that I started watching was um, Westworld because I have this kind of obsession with uh, futurism and robots and things like that. And also the kind of like idea of humans creating their idea of other humans is something that really kind of piques my interest. But like, it was my most favorite show. And I would have to like stop halfway through and go on walks because it's just the actual material is heavy as all get out. And so like I, I go through things incredibly slowly and usually like years behind what most people are watching. If I consume too much of one thing, unless it's like quite just only purely positive, 
I have to like bleed it out and I don't always have the time for that. Do you know what I'm saying? So, so often I do consider myself an empath in that sense. Like some of my closest friends, like I have to be like, all right, we're setting the tone for this. It's like, if it goes too far this way, like I'm going to have to like, excuse myself for 20 minutes and write my journal because I'm, I'm really that sensitive. You also teased on your TikTok that you have a new single coming that you wrote the same week as Boyfriend. And you also have been hinting at an EP. So what can you tell me about that? Uh, Well, I can tell you that I do have my next single all teed up. And it's something that I am unbelievably excited about. (laughs) Like my producer and I are texting about it every day. And we have all these ideas. And it's so exciting because when you have an unexpected, warm resonance with a song, like the way that people have been receiving Boyfriend, it, it kind of empowers you to make those choices that you would otherwise deem as like unsafe or like, Oh, that's not, people probably might think that's a little wacky. Now we're like, let's just do everything we were not going to do. And now we're going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so definitely I'm very excited about that. Um, and, and yeah, I'm definitely working towards my first body of work. I have a lot, a lot of music. I'm in full-time music mode. So. Love it. Okay, last question. Um, I've always been curious about the way a blonde is treated versus a brunette. And you look beautiful whether you're blonde or brunette. But I am curious, have you seen a shift in the way people react to you since you colored your hair darker? Yeah, massively. I, um, I, I'm actually, a, my, my natural color is in between those two. It's darker than it was and it's lighter than this. Mm-hmm. I, I dyed my hair out of like a... <laughs> It was actually this like pressure build where I was like, I need to be brunette. And it might go along with like the empath thing, but like, I love dress up. I love lashes and long nails and and jewelry and expressive clothing, but then something happens and I can never anticipate when it's going to happen. But I like tip and all of a sudden I'm like everything off, everything off and a t-shirt and coconut oil for a week. And I need to go into a river and nobody texts me. And I'm disappearing. I'm off the grid. I don't exist. I'm serious. It's like, it's funny, but like, I'm dead, dead serious. That's exactly what happens. I hit this wall uh, with a particularly difficult week. And I did something that you're not supposed to do, which is uh, like the night before I dyed my hair, I just like decided and I didn't tell anybody. (laughs) But you're supposed to do like, if you have a team of 25 people that you text and work with every single day, but I just hit a wall and I was like, I have to do this for me. And I have to go away and I have to come back as a new person. And it was because I think like my, the part of my brain that like knew better knew that this was like, uh, it sounds funny, but, but the psychology of how people are treated based on mm-hmm. things like hair colors, uh, you know, it's real. And, and people have already, it's so funny. The amount of people that are like, I'm less infantilized. Mm. People are taking me more seriously in a lot of ways, which was not the goal, but definitely I would say that it is like a very interesting social experiment to be one thing for like a decade and then to change and have everybody kind of, but yeah, I definitely also just feel more like myself. Like I think that like this, this is who I have felt that I was. It's not just the hair color, but everything like I love now I feel very comfortable wearing mostly men's wear, which is something that I have exclusively wanted to wear for a long time and not being as uh, animated or, or being as um, communicative and, and all these sort of things that are expected of women. I feel very comfortable inhabiting the fullness of who I am now. I love hearing that. That's awesome. You're a badass, dude. I'm really happy for you. And I'm excited to hear your new music. Thank you so much. You're so wonderful. Your energy is lovely. And thank you for taking the time. To see more of Tamara Diaz's conversation with Dove Cameron, Search Spout Podcast on IG, Twitter, or TikTok, or at spoutpodcast.com. 
next week, a special Oscars episode with the cast of Encanto. I feel Dolores is me, is you, is everybody here. You know, we have little quirks within ourselves that make us a little bit like Mirabel or a little bit like Camilo. COVID happened. That was the lull. It was me going, oh, wow, I can't even think about art. I'm just thinking about death. The Spout Podcast is presented by Alpha Media and created by Phil Becker.